Welcome to Awake and Bake, an educational, high vibrational, spiritual, mystical, pop, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. Okay, first and foremost, I'm very excited to be able to say thank you to our first Patreon subscriber, Hunter Brockman. Woo woo, that's my brother. <laughs> we are, we love you. We are so thankful for you and your support. And Hunter is a huge inspiration to us. I don't know if you guys know, but he's a director and like film editor and mm -hmm. he does some incredible, incredible things. You definitely have to check him out. Uh, check him out on YouTube. He just posted his editing reel. We'll share it. We'll definitely share it. Um, and then, yeah, please check us out on Patreon. We uh, post almost daily uh, updates, videos, behind the scenes, all kinds of stuff. We even have like the chance and opportunity to smoke with us. Um, and then also check out our YouTube uh, for some more educational high vibe content. Yeah, and with that being said, we're gonna jump on into today's subject. Um, all right, Kelsey and I have been wanting to talk about this for a long time, but we just didn't really know how to go about it. And then today we got this good sativa. So it really helped fuel the, I don't know, for me, the bravery, the courage to talk about this. Um, the peace. The peace. So today the subject is something that Kelsey and I try to live our life by. It's something that has helped us heal and grow as people in general and then also in our spiritual practices. What are we talking about, ladies and gents, and whatever the fuck you want to be? Whoever you are. Whoever you are. Buddhism. Or Buddhism, as some people say. Um, so, Buddhism. It's not a religion. It's a philosophy. And it's for everybody. We ask that you guys listen to this episode with an open mind and open heart. And if it helps, go ahead and spark up. We're high as shit. You can be too. And let's jump on into it. Okay, so for those of you who aren't familiar with Buddhism, right? Basically... Uh, it's for anybody. It's not a religion. Like I said, it's just a philosophy and it's basic teachings are basically <laughs> are that the root of suffering is desire and it's attachment. It's attachment to those desires and expectations, right? Um, it's also labels, all of these things that are desires and labels and attachment. That's what causes us to suffer. However, suffering can be eased or even ended in some ways by following what they call the eighth, they being anyone who follows the teachings of the Buddha, um, Siddhartha Gautama, if you will. He's just one of many. The Eightfold Path. That basically, I'm not gonna tell you guys the entire like eight points of it, but the gist of it is that you just have to try to do everything right for that moment in whatever situation you're in, you do the best, right? Nothing's black and white. It's all about perspective. It's not about judging yourself or the position you're in. It's about doing your best and trying to cause the least amount of harm to others. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Oh, completely. I think my like big draw to Buddhism uh, and studying and practicing um, was the lack of labels and the way that um, it's your own thing. Um, like yeah. when I, when I read and I interpret my interpretation of the teachings that I read, the Eightfold Path, all of that, um, is not that I'm supposed to suffer for like any reason other than like, it's just a part of life. Like there's no reason behind things like that. There's no like eternal damnation. There's no sin. There's no nothing. It's just living your life. Like you said, like as best you can. And I loved, um, that it was all on me. I really, uh, disliked the idea of religion, having someone tell me what I need to do or yeah. someone being my superior. Whereas, uh, the big thing of Buddhism is that we're all, you know, one, like you said, um, you, you don't, it's all about not harming anyone. This whole, like, 
philosophy of Buddhism is that if you're harming something else, even if it's an animal object, like if you're smashing something, everything is you. You're a piece of everything. We're all mm-hmm. connected. So that's just hurting yourself. And like, that's where like the karma comes, like, you know, or like that whole like, and it's, idea is like, right, that you're all, it's all for you, like you're hurting you. So like, if you cause pain to yourself outwardly, then internally you'll feel a pain, you know? So it all yeah, comes back. Exactly. That's a perfect mirror too of what spirituality and what we talk about all the time when we say everyone is you pushed out and we are all one. And that's why when you're harming others, you're harming yourself. Or when there's something that you admire in others, then there's something about that that you admire within yourself, right? Yes. It's, it mirrors the exact same concepts and principles that Buddhism talks about, which is again, like a lot of people aren't even very informed on this subject and they think like, oh no, like it's a religion. Like I'm a Christian. I can't, I can't do that. It's not a religion. It does come from a religion. It is stemmed from Hinduism. Um, but Buddhism itself, there's different types of Buddhism as well. Right? So Kelsey and I are big fans of Zen Buddhism, which is a more, um, (laughs) well in general, a real Buddhist knows like words don't even matter. Like it's not about the little details, right? It's about the intention behind everything. Right. And having a pure intention. Um, so that being said, all of the principles and all of the teachings that religion teaches us are kind of, it almost to me kind of feels like a manipulated version yes. of the basic principles yes. of Buddhism, right? So if you're- I'm still wearing my sunglasses. I didn't realize that either. I, I thought that they were just like normal so glasses. Sorry. This sativa's incredible. My husband said that earlier. He was like, wow, you guys, we had this whole conversation like uh, the other day, like you forgot. (laughs) Um, But yeah, anyway, uh, so you can practice whatever you want. This is for everybody. And it just helps you a lot. Really put like it for me, it puts everything in perspective because I personally, I'm an overthinker. I want to be not only the best like at things, but the best for other people. I always want to do my best and I get worried. You know, there's always that question. What if when we die, everything that we thought we knew was wrong. Right. What if it, what if we were all supposed to be <laughs> Catholic, right? <laughs> but like, what if? I hope not. <laughs> I know, same, but, but what if, right? Um, in Buddhism, it's like, yeah, that doesn't matter. That doesn't really affect anything, whether or not you practice it in your life, because when you live, try to live like the Buddha, Uh, then you just do your best in every situation and you just know as long as your intention behind everything is pure, like that is what matters the most. As long as you go into everything without trying to harm anyone else and going about it in an honest way for that situation, then that's what matters. There is no rules. There's no black and white because everything does change. And that is one of my favorite parts is like, it really helps you get comfortable with the idea of change. And that is something I didn't realize I have a problem with. And I honestly didn't realize that because I love to like take chances and all that stuff. But if my routine gets like messed up, like that's when I don't really like change. Um, But it's helped me a lot whenever I'm reading about Buddhism. It really helps center me um, because the teachings are all really based in like easing anxiety, easing pain, easing suffering. And it teaches you how. It really does explain. A big piece of it is that it teaches you that not everything is deep. Nothing's really deep. Nothing's like, really deep. Exactly. It's like, all perspective. Right. And like you said earlier, like you have to just detach from it. Like, and it's not like saying like, be heartless and detach from everything. You'll still have emotions and stuff. You'll still have those anxious like days. Like, mm-hmm. but it's just like anything. It's a way of coping through it and knowing, like accepting that 
all right, yeah, I'm going to suffer. I, I don't like that they, that a lot of times they use the word suffer because I don't think, like, I don't know, suffering sounds so negative to me and I feel like even bad That's perspective though, guys. That's the cool part about right. it is like, we're saying this because we don't want to, we don't want you guys to get the wrong idea about it when we say suffering right. is inevitable, but it can be eased or possibly ended when you change perspective. Right. Um, because suffering does not have to be a bad thing. Suffering is just, the, it's more of a frustration is how I've uh, heard it explained as like frustration is inevitable. Yes. Um, um, and then it's about how you deal with it. Exactly, exactly. And so, like, right, like, de detaching and being able to know that it, everything happens, like, it allows you to go through bad things and then be like, okay, yeah, I have to go through this bad thing, but that's life. And then it's... And then it makes... What can things. I learn? What can I learn from this? Right. What is this teaching me? In what ways do I need to, like, rethink so that I can center myself and not feel this pain and anxiety? Do I exactly. need to just release it? Do I need to reframe the way I'm thinking about something? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it helped me a lot deal with death. I had a huge death anxiety and I finally got over it just from, I was reading Wherever You Go, There You Are. Really recommend that book. Um, and it kind of touches on some of the principles of Buddhism. Yeah. Um, and basically what they were saying, wherever you go, there you are, is that when we die, it's going to feel normal. It's going to feel like whatever this is, right? right? Whatever happens next. That's what we're afraid of. We're afraid of the unknown. We're afraid of like, well, what if I chose the wrong religion and I fucking go to hell? Right. Like, right. that's what we're scared because we don't know. Um, but the reality of it is like, yeah, that's, that's so true. We don't know. But what we do know is that already we know energy is not created nor destroyed right or i guess it can be created maybe but it can't be destroyed right. and it's just ever changing um and <laughs> we have more evidence that shows us that whatever it's going to feel like it's going to feel natural this is all we yeah. know right but this is not the first time our energy has been here because our energy wasn't just like conjured up randomly when we were born do you know how much energy it actually takes to be on earth it's a lot it's insane that you're here we all have a purpose so like and you've been here before but just in different forms and in pieces of you have lived different lives yeah. so it's not gonna most likely be scary regardless um and so i don't really remember where the fuck i was going with that because i'm really oh yeah sahara rose this bitch is awesome you guys should really check her out she talks about buddhism a lot and what uh she has a book called discovering your dharma yeah which I'm obsessed with, it's about discovering your life purpose. And she was talking about death and dealing with death as well. And she was like, look, like it helps to realize that flowers can't live forever. You know, beautiful flowers that we wish would live forever. They can't because when would they ever bloom? When would they blossom? Like cycles have to happen because it has to create new beautiful things. And that's how it's always been. That's how it's always will be. And this is not your first rodeo here. This might be all you right. know right now, but that's good for you because that should, you should take comfort in knowing awesome, whatever happens next. It's not scary because I'm not scared right now. I don't wake up one day and think I'm really petrified of what I used to be. Like what right. if I was, what if it sucked? What if I was a bug? Like that doesn't really happen. Um, so yeah, Sahara Rose, shout out to her. I mean, I hope she listens to this one day. Her podcast is called awesome. The Higher Self Podcast. But yeah, flowers can't live forever because when would they bloom? I love that. She's got a lot of good stuff. She's awesome. Yeah, so check out Discovering Your Dharma. And on that note, let's take a quick little ad. Okay. So yeah, basically, we're... Uh, Obviously, we're talking about Buddhism. <laughs> I guess we could be higher. <laughs> um, 
And I was trying to figure out, I don't know why, like, so when we record these, I don't have to pause, like, for the ad, whatever, this makes no sense, except for when we, when we just, like, decided we were gonna do an ad, in my head, I was like, oh, I have to pause, and so my head's, like, catching up still, because I didn't hey, have to do that. Hey, girl, that's so that's Guys, that's where that came from. Welcome to my brain. Um, so yeah, so Buddhism is interesting because it's often misconceived i think as a religion i think a lot of people um think of it as like an entity and at least right the way i practice and view it and interpret um and i love the way alan Watts put this is that buddhism is a dialogue and the teachings are just the opening words so right like danny mentioned the eightfold path um and like how that's like to help get through suffering or get through um get through like like this life but none of it is like you know, the Ten Commandments telling us that we can or can't do things, that things are good or bad. It's all just like... Can I jump in with a funny little... Yeah, yeah so as I was reading one of my many books about Buddhism, they gave a great example. Um, the reason that there is not laws in Buddhism is because nothing is black and white. Every right. situation is different. So technically speaking, the Bible says, yes, it says thou shalt not kill, but it also says thou shalt not lie, right? Yes. Well, what if you were hiding uh, a Jewish family during the time of the Holocaust and a Nazi soldier comes up to your door, hey, do you have any uh, Jewish people here? Well, you're not gonna be like, ah, oh, you, you just shouldn't ask me that, dude. I can't lie. Like, right. it, no, you have to lie in moments like that. And every situation is unique and different. And that's really what when I like about it. Right. Is it's like, no, 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 there's no rules. It's about be as honest as you can with the best intention and harm as least amount as you can. And you know what I mean? In that exact situation, that's exactly what you're doing. You're choosing the option of no harm. Like you're trying to like save, you know, exactly. like, so, like choosing the option of love every time. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So it's just right. And it's so much, um, and we talked, we had there obviously our whole episode about um, our, experiences with, our experiences with religion. Um, but the way that like the rules made you feel um, guilt and shame when you quote unquote broke them or like how you felt like that whole feeling uh, disappears with Buddhism because there's nothing like that. Even if you make what is a mistake, first of all, the only forgiveness that you need is from yourself. You don't mm -hmm. have to, you know, be begging or feeling, you know, judged by a group of people. It's all, it's just all internal and through you and it's your job to do the work and heal and forgive yourself. Mm -hmm. um, but it's all on it's all it's all there and so you don't have to worry about like you don't have to ask for more people to to support you and stuff you're able to find all of that strength within you um and wow i love that yeah yeah cool i love that because because when you heal yourself too you heal the people around you right. again because we're all one and because of how energy works like by healing yourself then when you're in the presence of someone else who might need healing your vibration will like soothe them and like also inspire them oh, yeah good point Kelsey and I like you know for a while I was worried especially like on this trip and stuff I've been very like ever since I left New Hampshire like it's been a, a chaotic time I've kind of felt um, like I have and I haven't but and I've been worried like I've been like you know I say that I practice Buddhism that I study Buddhism but I feel like I haven't been doing that I haven't been actively reading books about it I haven't been like meditating for you know long periods of time I was feeling very um like I wasn't connecting and then I was listening to Alan Watts um I don't know he's my favorite speaker on philosophy I yeah that's love. like your spiritual daddy he is Ooh, actually, I hate that like, oh sorry I thought we were doing something funny and like no, cute we, just now because we it was like Fetch will never happen, Gretchen. For whatever reason, okay, daddy is always just sexual to me. Like, I would never Absolutely. call my father. Well, so we were talking said, about call her daddy earlier and how she's, oh, yeah. it's problematic. Um, and so, like, that was just in yes. my head. Yes, <laughs> no, completely. 
like, but then when you said Alan, call him daddy, I like his picture popped in my head, and he was not a cute person. So I'm like, Ooh, so true. Not daddy. No, no. That is but grandpa lots. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but I was listening to him, and he was talking about um, just Zen and what it is, and I realized that like being Zen. So I like that he put. I think a lot of people don't understand that Zen is not an English word. It's a Japanese pronunciation of a Chinese word that I can't pronounce. I'm not going to try to. Right Isn't now. it like a ch too? It's, it, yes, it's something. I think it's similar, like like Xi'an or something. Yeah, yeah, but, but it starts with like a ch apostrophe. Um, yeah, but there's no English translation for it. It's it, because it actually comes from another word that's like Sanskrit. I think he said. So there's no word like we have no verbal um, way to describe it to each other, and I think the translation gets very uh, messed up. And we think of, especially nowadays, like what you see on you know Instagram and all that stuff is that Zen means like meditating for hours at a time, fasting, uh, depriving yourself of things like- Being skinny, doing yoga, wearing flowy clothes, right. putting like a bindi on your forehead. Do not do that guys. Or even like just doing things that are, that are um, doing anything, any sort of sacrifice to yourself because you think that that's like Zen. Like, you know, and I say sacrifice to yourself because sometimes two hours for some of us, like that's a huge sacrifice of your own time. Like, you know, yeah. um, but what Zen is, is to simply, um, I have it up. The method of Zen is to make the per to make people become perfect egotists to explode the idea of separate egos. So it's to completely expand your mind, like ma master your mind, and then expand it to the to understand that everyone is that, and everyone like you yes. are everything, and that you like that it's being like hyper present. To be Zen is mm -hmm. to be living exactly in the moment, living equally as everything. You know, uh, he was talking about it, it as driving a car. Like when you're driving, you know, when you're driving a car and then you're completely just into it and you're not even realizing, like thinking about, putting yeah, on your blank. like you're just driving and it's not that you're zoned out necessarily, but you're just doing it. Like you are feeling one connected as your mind, which is like you know your thoughts. Your body feels completely in tune with yourself. The car, you can feel the car. The road is you, like you're all just completely in sync. That is Zen. Zen yes. is not like anything you can put a numerical or a value on. It's a feeling that's like beyond what we can rationalize as a feeling. For all of my dancer friends, um, there's a feeling when you're dancing, especially whether if, if anyone likes to improv or if it's choreography that you just know, like the back of your hand, maybe you fuck around with it and spice yeah. it up yourself a little bit. When you are zoned out, like in your zone, but fully present, so not zoned out like in another world spaced out like right. when you are zoned in like abraham hicks says when you're tapped in turned on and really tuned in with your higher self and in alignment you are aware of everything while being aware of nothing it's it's as if like you can literally feel the forces of energy working with you while exactly. you're around you I, I i've never experienced it um actually i think i have once but runners often like a, the, the feeling runners Ooh, get i've like, never experienced it's, that it's a big one it's like a, a very zen it's supposed to be one of like the most zen moments because right their their body is completely they're not thinking about each foot that they're putting out your body is just moving in motion absolutely and you can feel it in you know smaller ways even you know i um like i said hadn't felt like i was being um Zen enough, quote unquote, you know, like cool Zen enough. And then I realized that it's because I've been completely Zen in my life and living very presently, very in the moment. I've been going through a lot and I've been feeling each feeling as it comes. I've been dealing with the emotions. I've been very, very like involved in this process. And that has been being Zen. Like that is what it was for me at the Absolutely. time. That's what I need, you know? Um, so I love, I love that Buddhism allows me to feel that and find what I need and then 
in a moment where I was making myself feel guilty that I wasn't being, you know, studying Buddhism enough. I don't want to say being Buddhist enough, but studying Buddhism enough, I was able to be like, oh my God, but that's exactly the point. Like, you don't have to do it. Exactly. You just live. Like, exactly. Absolutely. A winded way to say that. Like, right, you're just, like, it's just living and enjoying. It's like the, one of my favorite quotes I saw was, um, you are spiritual enough. Yeah. Because some people worry like, well, if I'm not doing all the things that it says I'm supposed to do, then I'm not spiritual. It's not, you know, your daily, it, it's your daily routine in terms of uh, the way that you frame your mindset. And right. the way that, again, it all comes back to what I said in the beginning is Buddhism is about the intention you put behind things. So exactly. that's really like what dominates this entire thing. Right. I mean, if I wasn't, or I, I would, I mean, obviously I've been, I think it's, it's, I like, I like this experience this drive across the country gave me because it was a lot there was a lot of downs but I feel very proven that I can be in a very going through the impossible situation of like losing a baby and still keep my head up mm -hmm. and know that like like I, I it's because I was able to be Zen and present and recognize like okay there's like it's time like I, it completely allowed me to see the, su the suffering, the frustration, but understand how to get through that without... Because you had no choice. And and was, no right, I was like, right. sport. like, so like, it was like, all right, that's how we're doing it. But now that I can look back at it, I can see that I handled it in a completely zen motion of being present with the feelings, feeling the feelings, allowing what I need, and then detaching and releasing in a healthy way, not detaching like, all right, I'm not just, I'm just not thinking about like. You know, and like, that's awesome though, because like then you never have to feel guilty about like, oh, I'm not studying it enough, I'm not whatever. Right. You have studied it and now you're implementing it and practicing right. it, which is the biggest part. We can sit here right. and read or listen to as many podcasts as we want, right. but actually doing and implementing it, people will sometimes shit on it or they'll shit on spirituality and manifesting because they're like, Oh, you're just gonna like sit there and think good thoughts. You know who shits on it? People who can't do it or have tried and haven't right. been able to master it yet. It is for everybody and everybody can do it, but it's it's also like, sorry, it's not for the weak. You have to face and your people, shit when you deal with people it. People who go through hard things, to, like it's it's not just for when you're you're good. You know, when you're in it, you get it, it gets you through the hard things. I feel like I used to hear stuff like that when I was a non-believer and it, you, you think of it and you're like oh my god right like sure but like oh they haven't been through like like I, I feel um I like I can now say like I can speak to like sh when shit hits the fan because it did mm -hmm. I was able to get through like from a true experience like it's re it, it helps you and it doesn't make it all better it doesn't make it all go away but it allows you to do it your own way absolutely absolutely um so it's just like believe it yeah like Danny said like it's not fake like it's not just a like it's real <laughs> yeah and it's up to you like again it's about perception and um it's up to you how you go about it and along with that I know that the, the word zen itself um like Kelsey and I were saying earlier it's not a certain way of dressing or what you post or how you like spend your like your time doing certain things right uh, we are not trying to appropriate this term. We understand that like that's also really common, right. but that's what we're that's the, this entire point. Zen is a state of it's a state of being and it's an energetic feeling that like you'll know it when you feel it. Alan Watts was talking about um, pretty kind of that and how a lot of people will like it's hard to talk about Buddhism sometimes because people who practice, um, often don't want to share their ideas or they don't want to share because the whole thing is like, well, you should, to know is to know. Like, you know, like you're not supposed to talk about it. 
Um, but then he was like, that's funny because then all these people write books and stuff and like have stuff and like, yeah. so it's like, right. I, I know that if people write, think that, think of it as appropriation. I think there are wrong times that it's used, but sure. also it's, again, it's meant for everyone. It's, it's for like it, it, the whole thing is that there's no laws or limits or any, like, right. Absolutely. It's not, um, it's not a, a, a fad or like, like, you know, it's not, that's not what it is because that's not what it is. Like that's, and people try to put that label on it or like, right, make it, makes some people, like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes. But that's the whole yeah. point of real, so anyone who has studied it and learned about it knows that's the whole issue is the labels. People want right. to put labels and expectations and certain things with it and that's what creates suffering, mm -hmm. but it's about right. your intention. So um, that's also another reason why like we're not out here like putting in our like Instagram bio, like hashtag Buddhist, like, right. because also, not. and a real Buddhist doesn't, really call themselves that we right. do and we try to live as much like the buddha as we can and like practice those type of teachings but yeah i, I try to live my life zenly <laughs> in a zen manner um but yeah what this tells me when i like look at buddhism as a whole and implementing it into spirituality because we're not over here trying to like convert you guys to studying no. buddhism but really like consider it um, in terms of bettering yourself, bettering the relationships you have with other people. Uh, for me, it really did help like end my fear of death. I was so, oh my God, that was one of my biggest fears. Um, and also it helped me just find peace in general. So like recently, I'm really glad we're talking about this topic too because I had like an anxiety attack this morning and then when Kelsey, I took her to her dentist appointment. So while she was in there, I had like hella time and so I was like, updating, taking some notes on today's video basically. And um, going through some of my old books and videos that I really like on this subject. And it really brought me back to center and I realized like, oh my God, I was having anxiety because I was putting expectation on desires and labels of things that I didn't even fucking want, but because we just made this move, it has been testing me and I'm growing a lot. Yeah. And um, a lot of new really fun things are happening, but then also that can cause a tiny bit of anxiety as well yeah. um, and to wonder like if I'm ready for it, how much like, you know, how fast should it be happening, da 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 da. And I did start to get a little bit caught up um, and materials have no fucking meaning to me. What matters to me is my peace. What matters to me is yes. like feeling genuinely safe and grounded in each moment and being present. And then that's how we align ourselves anyway and bring in the manifestations that we want. So that's really why we're bringing this up to you guys is so that hopefully um, you can implement it into, not only implement it into your lifestyle, but just your way of thinking. And it really does help uh, with your spiritual practice. It It's for me, very comforting when I don't know what to do, right? If I'm trying to go back to the basics, I'm like, but what basics? Like, where do I want to start? I'll pick up one of my many books I have about Buddhism. I'm looking at one right now that's, well, I'm looking at wherever you go, there you are. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, guys, it just really helps. It's honestly, I mean, I feel like a, a fundamental base of my spiritual practice is. Yes, um, absolutely. And a lot of you may not even realize that you're practicing parts of it anyway. Right, like I said, like, Right. I didn't even realize that I was be like, you don't. And that's, it's, it's kind of like when you're reading the power of now and he's trying to explain presence, it's like impossible to put it into words other than like, you, you don't know it, but you know it, but you don't, but you mm -hmm. do. Like, it's just like, it yeah. is what it is. It just is. It's like the universe is as big as it can be. It just is like, there's no Absolutely. way. It's just like, it's just a, I take so yeah. much comfort in that too. Like it really just helps me like realize all these little things we worry about and stress spot on a day-to-day -day basis are when you really look at it from an expanded, like a broad perspective, it's like, wait a second, I am also a tree. 
Right. <laughs> Alan wants to put it, uh, we live in a universe where nothing can be grasped, but we keep on grasping. So like we live in a way, like to be Zen is to just stop, like, like you just, like just stop trying to understand it all. Just try, stop trying to control it all. Like, yeah. it all. like it's just, the, we are meant to just be. Absolutely. Um, on, on, I really love that. And I want to kind of end it on that note. Of, <coughs> I was about to that say on that all. note of stillness, but then Kelsey just hacked. Hey, yeah. usually it's me with the smoker cough. My turn. Um, but yeah, this was a really, really, really fun episode for us, you guys. I, we've been wanting to do this for a very long time. I'm sure we'll talk more about it. I Absolutely. would love to have some guests to come on and teach us even some stuff about it. That would be incredible. We could do like a series on this. Yeah. Let us know how you guys found this video, if it was helpful, if it was interesting, Not if you video. learned anything. Oh, fuck. An audio. I could be higher. That's our new joke, guys. You can start using it, and if you use it, tag us or something. We should make a hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag I could be higher when you do something funny because you're high. But you could be. But you could. I mean, I could be higher. Yeah, right. Love you, bitches. Stay high. Bye.